You are listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. Awaken Church is a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong as you change and change as you follow Jesus. Charlie Brown Christmas. It's one of my favorites and maybe one of yours. You know, I, I love, well, I just love Charlie Brown. I love the whole Peanuts comic strip, the, all the cartoons. I've probably seen them all. I, we, as a family, own quite a few of them, including the holiday collection. And the, you know, it's Christmas time. Charlie Brown is just about one of the best if not the best Christmas specials that, uh, in my opinion, anyway, that's been made. And in this Christmas special, and you, and I know you've probably seen this, but you know that like it kind of begins with Charlie Brown is depressed, and he knows he should be happy. He said, he says, I know I should be happy, but I'm not. And he gets in this conversation with Lucy, and Lucy is kind of like the, you know, the therapist. She's got her own little kind of like a lemonade stand, but it's a therapy stand. You know, five cents, please, for for some some advice and some therapy, and. um as they have this conversation, Charlie Brown says, my problem is Christmas. Instead of feeling happy, I feel let down. And what Lucy says is this, and it's, it's, it's brilliant. Lucy says, you need involvement. You need involvement. Like, like Charlie Brown, you know, she suggests he become the, the director of the Christmas play. You need involvement. See, we need involvement. That's part of the human nature. That's part of the human condition. So, so think about this. What is a simple way you might get involved in bringing joy to others? What's a simple way you might get involved in bringing joy to others? For me, it was uh, this, this past year was you know, joy, not this past year, but this past month, uh, tied in like with Christmas cards. Um, as today being the last Sunday of Advent, and we kind of do the, uh, the lighting of the joy candle. The candle of joy. Um, thinking about what has brought me joy is kind of returning to Christmas cards. Now we've received, we have folks that send us Christmas cards every year, but uh, we as a family have just kind of stopped doing Christmas cards, uh, kind of several years ago. And you know, this year there was a thing going on on Facebook. It was like, you know, hey, let's let's send Christmas cards again. And to make it more personal, how about we exchange like a handwritten. Uh, recipe like we exchange a family favorite recipe and I and I said I I want to be involved in this I'll do it and uh, sent quite a few Christmas cards and recipes for one of my family's favorites the peanut butter cookies that I make very simple very easy and received quite a few and it's just it's just brought me so much joy kind of you know getting involved in something like this together. And and as as you know, we've been celebrating Jesus through the Advent. We have reason to rejoice. It's the it's the most wonderful time of year, as we say. But for many people, and maybe for some of us, we feel a lot like Charlie Brown. We feel depressed. We feel let down. And maybe there's something. Maybe it has something to do with our fears, or maybe it has something to do with we just need involvement. Some something bigger than we are. Whatever the case, you know what? If if that's you, if that's you, I, I, I'm glad you're here. And you may be thinking, you know, this is about joy and, and, and the theme is rejoice this year for Awakened Church. And how do I even have strength to rejoice? I don't have the strength to rejoice. Well, let's look at how we can find strength in this together. And we're looking at Luke chapter 1. One more time at this little story uh, that's found in Luke chapter 1 before the birth of Jesus. And uh, in the story, there's a girl named Mary. She's visited by an angel from God who tells her that, that, he, that she has found favor with God. Just an ordinary girl, but pure of heart. And she is loved. Uh, she's loved and she loved her God. And because of this, she was chosen for a special mission. A very special mission. Which, 
but she would certainly need strength in order to accomplish. In the midst of everything going on in their world, in her world, she would have to have strength in order to accomplish this, in order to rejoice in what what you know this angel was telling her, what what this mission was from God for her, what this purpose was for God for her. She would need strength to accomplish this. And so we'll pick up this this uh, conversation with the angel and Mary. In Luke chapter 1, beginning verse 31, and this is the angel speaking, and said, you'll, you'll conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. And Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. And the, main, the, the angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of, the, for the word of God will never fail. That's an important verse. Luke one thirty seven. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And the angel left her. And Mary goes on and visits with Elizabeth. And in her visit with Elizabeth, Mary gets overwhelmed with joy and begins to sing this song. It's in Luke 1, beginning in verse 46. Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of a lowly servant girl. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away and with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. <laughs> Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three more months and then went back to her own home. And so here's our big idea as we kind of reflect on this story and this song that Mary sang one more time. When you're involved in bringing joy to others, both joy and strength are yours. Say, when you're, let me say it a different way. When you're involved in bringing joy to others, both you and they gain strength, okay? You both gain strength. By the way, this is this is reason to rejoice. Jesus gives strength to rejoice. And if you are if you're if you're listening to this right now and you're like, I don't have the strength for this. I'm not into this. I'm telling you, just hold on and listen. Just listen and let let the Spirit of God speak to your heart. Because Jesus gives strength to rejoice when we don't have any. Involvement reveals a connection to God. That's why, that's why involvement is so important in this. Being involved, like Lucy told Charlie Brown, you need involvement. See, for us, involvement reveals a connection to God. See, there's a point in the Charlie Brown Christmas story where Charlie Brown is so overwhelmed and confused with all the busyness and all the mixed messages that he's experiencing. He asks, isn't there anyone who can tell me what Christmas is really all about? And to this, his friend Linus, you know, Linus, the one with the blanket, Linus responds by reciting, a part of the original Christmas story that's found in Luke chapter 2. Let's check that out. Luke chapter 2, and this is in um, verse 8. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. 
Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel assured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I will bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven, and peace on earth to those whom God has pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And they hurried to the village where they found Mary and Joseph, and there was a baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. What better source of strength could there be than to recognize that Jesus reveals our eternal connection to God? That's that's Jesus. Jesus is the revelation of our eternal connection with God. Jesus is that connection. Another um, translation of the Bible takes that verse 19, Luke 2.19. This is from the message. It says, Mary kept all these things to herself, holding them dear, deep within herself. Mary, when Mary exclaimed in the song we read at first, my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. She wasn't simply expressing the joy within her. She was revealing the source of her strength. In this connection with God, our creator, we discover something about how God designed life. It it, it involves cycles. (laughs) It involves cycles. Plants grow up from the ground as the result of a seed that was buried in the ground, and the seed dies, but then springs forth life. We are part of the circle of life. In God's plan of salvation, in which which Mary was a willing participant, we see the Creator becoming part of the creation. See, Jesus entered into the circle of life and brings us into a stronger connection with our Creator. If, If we are going to have strength to rejoice... It must be from some source of authentic joy. If we're going to have strength to rejoice, it must come from from the source of authentic joy. Nehemiah 8.10 says, uh, Go and celebrate with a feast of choice foods and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is a sacred day before the Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. In a day of great trial and trouble and struggle, Nehemiah comes and says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. God is the source of your joy and, and, and is the source of your strength. And when you're connected to God, this, this joy and this strength, they're yours. You say, well, I don't feel strong. I don't feel like rejoicing. I don't feel the strength. But they're yours, even if you don't feel it. See, God is the source. Strength to rejoice comes from God, requiring that, that we be connected to Him through faith. And when we're connected to the power source, the joy of the Lord will flow through our lives, just like Mary's life. Nothing reveals your faith connection to God more than when the joy of the Lord is your strength during difficult times. But the, let the joy of the Lord be your strength during this season. When, when we're connected to God, we're connected to others. 
this is this this is where involvement comes in, and, re, and involvement it, it raises our capacity to love. Involvement raises your capacity to love. You know, Charlie Brown he picked up the Christmas tree, right? They sent him to pick out a Christmas tree, and they say, "Get the biggest, most beautiful aluminum pink Christmas tree you can get," and he gets the saddest little thing with the needles falling off, right? The sad little tree with the needles falling off, but it comes to life when it's shown love. You know, they wrap the the blanket around the tree, and they 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 all the kids come and they see the blanket and they, they see the kid the the tree with a blanket wrapped around it, and they they spruce it up with decorations, and it becomes something beautiful. Nothing raises your capacity to love like involvement in the lives of those God placed in your life. If you need to, if your capacity to love feels like it's drained. Get involved in the people around your life. How has Jesus raised your capacity to love? Mary Mary had joy in abundance. She literally had the source of joy growing inside of her. <laughs> the messenger from God told her, You will give birth to a son. You will name him Jesus. He will be known as the Son of God. And he will reign as king forever, and his kingdom will never end. See, the very source of joy growing inside of her. Jesus, Jesus, uh, he gives us the joy, and that joy brings strength, and strength increases our capacity to love. This is what love looks like, serving God and others. That's what love looks like, enduring the trials and the troubles of this journey. That's what love looks like, and being a witness to the strength and the love of God every step of the way. So if you feel like, I don't have the strength, I don't have the willpower, I don't want to do this anymore, it's the witness of the strength and the love of God every step of the way that gets you through. The strength of Jesus gives increase to our capacity to do several things. Respect. The strength of Jesus gives, it gives, uh, increases our capacity to respect. The longer and deeper you're connected to God's love and strength and joy, the more you come to respect others. The strength that Jesus gives increases our capacity to encourage. The love of Christ increases your capacity to encourage, to build up and not tear down. That's what it's about, to build up and not tear down. The strength that Jesus gives increases our capacity for joy, true joy. It's, true joy is better than chocolate. I said what I said. <laughs> true strength that, that Jesus gives increases our capacity for others. This is, this is at the center of the gospel. Love your neighbor as yourself. Do for others as you would have them do for you. The very center of the gospel is others. The strength that Jesus gives increases our capacity for involvement. When I have the joy of the Lord and his strength becomes my strength, I simply can't just sit on the sidelines and watch what God is doing. I accept his invitation to get involved. If I truly have his joy and strength in my life, I accept his invitation to to get involved. The strength that Jesus gives increases our capacity to care. The way Jesus cares for us increases our capacity to care for others. And the strength that Jesus gives increases our capacity to endure. To endure. Whether it's circumstances or people, the love of God increases your capacity to endure, full of grace and peace and joy. Jesus gives strength for perseverance. Do you need more capacity to love and rejoice? Let, let down any walls around your heart preventing you from receiving and giving the love of God. And then the last thing about this involvement is that it reinforces credibility to your story. 
Involvement reinforces credibility to your story. In Charlie Brown's Christmas, Linus, he told the story of Jesus and God's love. But when they all gathered in unity with an increased capacity to love, they all, even Charlie Brown, found strength to rejoice. And this was reinforced. This this reinforced the credibility of the story that Linus told. See, sure, we'll go through trials and troubles and days that are really rotten. But but God but 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 could there be any greater witness to who Jesus is and who we are in him than if we just find a way to praise God anyway? I have no I have nothing in my I have nothing in me of praise, but I'm gonna praise God anyway. That gives witness, that gives credibility to the story of who Jesus is. That even when you don't feel it, you still praise him. I like to imagine Mary telling her story. See, Luke begins off the Gospel of Luke by saying he made a careful investigation. He held numerous interviews, and, and he wanted to write out a careful account. So it's everything being taught about Jesus. He said, I meticulously did interviews, and I wanted to be very careful to give you a good, clear story about all these things that you hear about Jesus. So, so when I do this, I can see Luke interviewing Mary, the mother of Jesus, recounting her conversation with the angel from God. Like Luke, is, is Luke listening to her story with his, like, is he, got some, is he in awe? Does he have some skepticism? Is he sitting there like, like he's taking notes, like an angel, you say? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, a virgin? Oh, oh, okay, okay, you were a virgin. Right, right, right. Conceived of the Holy Spirit, you say. Okay, okay. And then now, when Mary gets to this point of, of her, her story, and she starts to fill with songs. And she says, let me tell you about the song I sang with, with Elizabeth. Does she simply recite the words that's found here in Luke chapter 1 and ending with, oh yeah, by the way, I, I stayed with Elizabeth for three months until her baby John was born. Okay, Does she do that? Or does Mary feel with joy and strength of God? Does she sing the word so passionately that it reinforces the credibility of her story? Does she say, Luke, you're interviewing me, but I can't help but sing this right now? See, God gives strength to rejoice even during the most difficult times. When would Luke, when would Luke be writing this down? When would he be conducting the interviews <laughs> after the crucifixion? After the death of Jesus, Mary's son, adult now, 33 years old, we say, was executed. And yeah, this would be post-resurrection as well, but could you imagine her having to relive this, all of these things? Man, singing this song. What a way to reinforce credibility to her story. God gives strength to reinforce the, re- the joy within us. He gives strength to us to rejoice, even during the most difficult times. Philippians 4, verse 4, tells us this. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice. Let the gentleness be evident Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The consistency in rejoicing through life's ups and downs adds credibility to your faith. Do you have a desire to be a witness to the world around you for Jesus? I hope you do. Let them see you rejoice. doesn't mean you have to put on a fake smile. Please, please hear me. I'm not saying fake it till you make it. Don't, you, don't have to, you can cry the tears and you can have the sadness and you can still rejoice. How many times has my heart been broken and I've cried out to God in help and anguish and pain 
but still praised his name because he is so good. And get involved. Because when, you, when you're involved in bringing joy to others, both you and they gain strength. <clears throat> this week, this week I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to, to, to put your phone down for a little while and be fully present with involvement for those closest to you. This is Christmas. Christmas is this week, guys. Maybe just for a few minutes on Christmas Day. Turn the phone. No, just put it down. Turn it off. And be fully present and, and with involvement with those closest to you. Thank you for listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. It's our hope that you have been encouraged by today's message. Find out more about Awaken Church at awakenla.church or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Awaken Church LA.